When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't even know how to start this one. Just yeah, you get that, a little sad. That sad Saturday blue. Saturday blues. People driving away from the mullet, enjoying in the sadness. It was it was disappointing because you know the Suns lost, ASU got demolished, the Coyotes were up, and I thought the Coyotes are going to be the thing. They're going to be the thing that saves the day, and they didn't. And we get that sad thumbs down right away to start the show. You know, I don't blame you. Whoever did that, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, I can't blame you either. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review and a thumbs up because we do see them come across the screen and yeah, it brings and us sad. joy. We're sad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm Leah here with PD. Craig will be calling actually from home. Yeah. We apologize for the delayed start to the show. Um, I was busy working on the TPS reports. I forgot the cover sheet. Oh, I know I, I did get the memo. Yes. I got the memo. But alas, did, did you, didn't you get the memo? No, I got this it. is what happens. Did I didn't memo? show up to work on a Saturday because I didn't feel like it. Just like the coyotes. Yep. Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's dive into it and we'll start with the 30 second summary. Sorry, Caleb. Do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? I I, I can do it. Okay. I can pull up the three. You know what? This started off really good for the Arizona Coyotes. A goal from J.J. Moser, assisted from Michelli and Kraus, followed up with a goal by Liam O'Brien. Just as we all expected. His second of the year with an assist from McBain. Jets buzz back, tie the game at two. Kraus puts Coyotes back up 3-2 with assists from Bugstead and Carcone. And then it's all Jets the rest of the way. They get three more and win this one 5-3. to three. All Jets, no break? I don't know. Oh, no. But there's your 30-second 30 sec- 30 summary. So now you know if you missed the game, that's what happened. Coyotes had the lead twice, once at 2-0 and once at 3-2, and they just couldn't hold on. It was, I don't even know if it's as, a tale of two games. Like, Yeah, I don't know. And we made our the title of the show out of gas because that's what it feels like. This, it is, did. A, this is a team that's played four games in six nights. It's just it's a lot of games to play. Um, and they just they look gassed out there. A, a matinee coming off of a back to back just two days ago, a home and away back to back. That's just brutal. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. Because they had this one in their hands. They could have done it. There were a few mistakes, which we'll get into here in a little bit. Um, this one just, it just feels disappointing, most of all, because they had it. If the Jets were always ahead, like I would have said, you know what, this just wasn't their game today. But we've seen them have success at home at the mullet. Um, and I thought they were, they still had that when they came out of, at the start of this game playing well. Um, and then the momentum just went the other way and it was impossible for the Coyotes to get it back. Yeah. And you know, when, you, when you go back to the first period of this game, and I actually got to go to the mullet for the first period today the shots at the end of the first period were eight to three with a few minutes to go in the first period the shots were five to two 
It was horrifically boring, and that was okay because the Coyotes had the one one nothing lead, and you said, okay, this isn't going to be a big offensive output game. Winnipeg doesn't have it today. The Coyotes are going to win. We're going to see a little bit more magic at the mullet today, and it, it just it just felt like the Coyotes game started to slip away, and we talked about running out of gas. It looked like they didn't have their wheels as the game went on, and then the Jets started to pick it up. The Jets started to get more shots on goal. They had more offensive zone time. They, they, they just really took over the play from the second period on, and so – You'd wish the Coyotes can put together more 60-minute efforts. I, I, I'm concerned that may become a thing, yeah. that they can't hold on because they can't play an entire 60 minutes. So we'll see. And, and they shortened their bench in the third period. So you saw that that fourth line um, with with Boyd, and I'm calling it their fourth line now, Bo- Boyd, um, Cooley, Cooley, and Carcone, <laughs> because they played fourth line minutes. That that line had the least amount of ice time of all the four Coyote lines, and they're you know Boyd was minus three, Cooley's minus two. Um, so I, I I'm concerned. Of, uh, this team needs to get Jason Zucker back. Yeah, which is it's it's coming. It's hopefully coming on the 11th against Nashville, as Craig said the other day. Um, yeah, that that needs to happen. It's just. You don't want Logan Cooley to be your fourth line center, let's just say. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they went with the 11-7 on Thursday with Boyd out and Brown in. This one, they switched up a little bit. Boyd was in and Brown was out back to the 12-6. You know, Andre's continuously mixing things up, going back and forth on the goalies every single time as well. Karel Vimelka historically has success against the Jets. That success was not there today, unfortunately, he didn't really have a great day. He stopped 22 of 27 for a save percentage of 815. Just really not good enough. Not that it was all on him by any means. But again, you need in the games that the Coyotes have won that maybe they didn't deserve to win. It's because of the goaltending. Yeah. And also in the games that like they, they've won games like this before because the goaltending was good. But games like this, you can't win if your goaltending is average, which it was today. But that also falls on the forwards and defense as well. So I don't want to just put it on Veggie by any means. And CWP brings up a really good point is is how this is happening in the second half of games that they're not being able to hold on leads. L.A. gets four straight. This game clearly slipped away from them. And if you remember the team last season at the Mullet Arena, no lead was safe for the opponent. Yes. And you felt like, oh, the third period, they're going to come back. You could be down two or three goals going into the third and going, well, this team can come back. That's what they did. You, you go to the answer backs of the Diamondbacks and their ability to come back um, late in games too so you felt like that was the strength of this Coyotes team and, and now it's it's not there and I, and I don't know if they're just getting worn worn down over time and, and yeah. they just don't have the legs you know but you see we talked about Boyd Boyd played under six minutes today that's a concern. Yeah. And then Carcone's under nine and Cooley's third lowest forward and he's just above 12 minutes because he got some power play time but uh, you know, that means if you're playing those guys five and six minutes, that means Keller and Schmaltz are out there more. And, and sometimes, I, clearly, that's good. You want better players to get more ice time. But you also tire out and you lose your legs and you don't have that late that, that late push you have in the third. So there are some concerns about this team's ability to put together 60 minutes. So hopefully you've got a team coming in here Tuesday. This team is off until Tuesday night now, so you get a little bit of a rest mm-hmm. before Seattle comes in because you know how Seattle plays. They're they're an aggressive team that's on pucks, and they roll four lines. So that that doesn't bode well for this version of the Arizona Coyotes. So hopefully they get back to the team that's that skates. And, and we know wait, Zucker will be back soon yep. on this next road trip. Yep. 
Uh, let's take a look at the numbers for this one today. Um, obviously, honestly, I'm shocked to see that the Coyotes ended up out shooting the Jets in the end, 27-26. But both teams won for three on the power play. So on the one hand, good for the Coyotes' power play to find success. That was the loss in cross goal. On the other hand, they continue to struggle on the penalty kill. This has kind of been something that's plagued them. Um, hits, this wasn't a very big hitting game, PD, which I feel like... I thought, I thought it would be more Yeah, the Jets. Yeah, so the Jets had 12 hits to the Coyotes' eight. And then shot attempts here, I mean... This really paints the picture. The Jets had 64 shot attempts while the Coyotes only had 43. It's just not going to cut it, and you're not going to win games if you're not shooting, even though the shots on goal were pretty even. It just didn't feel that way, especially in that second period. Um, yeah, just... Yeah, you know, it's funny, though. On a matinee game, I was expecting this team to have energy and juice. It's I'm surprised a little bit as how at how this... This went on as the game drug on, and I thought they had the Jets in the perfect position. We saw the shots attempts and the shots on goal. That wasn't from the first period. Like, the Coyotes were all over them in the first period. And and I thought that you felt the momentum swing right at the start of the second period. the, the power play getting on, again, you got to give that to Michelli. The pass Michelli makes across through the seam and ends up uh, cross-getting the rebound on, on the shot attempt from down low. Michelli continues to impress. Oh, my God. Michelli has been unbelievable. Um, he's currently in the midst of an eight-game point streak, which is... That's insane. He already smashed his career record, so we're just seeing how far eight we can go. Eight-game point streak. He had no points in the first three games of the season. Now Come he on. has points in an eight straight. And he should have... Ha- Honestly, he should have had a point on the Kraus goal. He was the one who set it up. He had the pass to Carcone. It just happened to hit Bukestad's stick as Bukestad was trying to swing it in. Um, but because he touched the puck, Bukestad was credited with the assist. Yeah. But Michelli was the one who set up that play. So if not for Bukestad, which not not that it's Bukestad's fault. Come <laughs> yeah. on, Nick. Um, yeah. Not that it's Bukestad's fault, but that should have been another Michelli point yeah. tonight. I mean, he created the whole play. Yeah, it's unbelievable he what he's been doing. He a two-point night on that. That pass gets through. It was... It was I mean, fantastic. And I tell you what, this I talked to somebody in the media level today at the mullet and said, um, if Carcone was doing this with the Toronto Maple Leafs and he got an eight game point streak, he'd be all over the national Carcone media. Carcone or Michelli? Uh, Michelli, I'm sorry. Michelli would be all yeah. over the national media right now yeah. for the eight game point streak. And Michelli's just, unfortunately, sorry. Can Michelle. he retroactively win the Calder? <laughs> yeah. No, I, well, he should have. I think Bill Armstrong's burner today tweeted Michelli for Calder. <laughs> like oh you know bill armstrong harold i'm concerned i am concerned about the 60 minutes this team and this team that used to be when i go back to when this show first started this team never put together 60 minutes yeah but this ever sucks yeah and then last year it was it was the the reverse i tell you what they were very good second half game team and this year it's it's a concern and they're gonna have to i don't know if that's so now coaches are gonna start to overthink it because that's what coaches get paid to do is it conditioning is it are they so it goes go one of two ways are they not conditioned enough we need to practice more or are they tired and we need to practice less i i don't know thank gosh i don't have to figure it out but somebody's gonna have to because this team doesn't seem to be able to sustain this for for 60 minutes and goodness gracious what if somebody gets hurt yeah i mean we saw stetcher leave with the pucks of the mouth he came back we saw kraus we were like panicking because he did not look good no yeah, and he did come back two so. shifts later he's back yeah so thank goodness, but and he almost hit right after he comes back. He another beautiful pass by Carconi in the late power play that goes right through the crease, right onto his tape. Should have been a tap in, but it was had so much heat on it. Crosser couldn't uh, wrangle it in. I wonder if, and you know, a conspiracy theorist. I wonder if his shoulder is bothering me. Couldn't get that off mm. because he looked in distress. And you thought, oh my gosh, surgery is out for the year, and he's out t- five minutes later. 
Oh my god, you literally you saying that made me have like a bad feeling in my chest. Um, let's actually talk about Lost and Crows for yeah, a little that. bit because we talked about the Coyotes not being able to string together 60 minutes. Well, it feels like something clicked for Lawson Krause this week, and all of a sudden he can't be stopped. He's on fire. He had a goal tonight, his fourth in three games now um, after getting his first point last week. Of course, he was out for a little bit with an illness. It seems like ever since he's been back from that, he's been on fire. Um, and he, yeah, at this point, he's a threat to score every single night. And that's well, I guess it's what you wanted from Kraus is what had been missing. And it's good that he's doing that because it's when when the top line doesn't get points like tonight, um, Schmaltz, Keller and Hayden, which we've spent a lot of time talking about Hayden not being on the score sheet yet. Um, but you need then your secondary scoring for look to your second line. And right now that's the Kraus Michelli Bukestad line. So you want to see Lawson Kraus stepping it up in the games like today where Keller and Schmaltz aren't on the board. And that's exactly what he did. And he continues to have opportunities in the game and it feels like all of this bad juju that was around him to start the season all of a sudden has evaporated and he's now surrounded by all good juju yeah I, it's he sat on this show and said he was going to get 30 goals and people after he that was off, last at the beginning of last season he said it again this oh year. he did yeah walking and talking oh i'm walking and talking yeah he threw it out there he, he said 30 again and so you look now and who's leading this team in goals um, Nick Schmaltz, Lawson Krause, Clayton Keller, Michael Carcone, Sean Dersey, Jack McBain tied with four. Wow. wow. So Krause went from can't score to now he's tied. Tied the, with everyone. Yeah, three <laughs> games. Four goals in three games will do that. And he gets he gets to the right area and he is playing the kind of hockey he needs to play. So it's great to see him getting some of that tertiary. Tertiary? Oh my God. Tertiary? No. Secondary? I don't know. It was I tried. <laughs> I didn't try very well. Sorry, Caleb. Um, but it is good to see that because this team is going to need everybody to be involved in the scoring. Um, not just that top line. And again, Barrett Hayton goes another game without a point. Yikes, yikes, yikes. But Lawson Krause, it's been long overdue. We wanted to give this to him for a long oh. time. He finally gets his moment, and it's the dog in him. Lawson Krause, you have that desert dog in you. One goal, one assist, three shots on goal today. Fantastic. Um, great performance, and he's just, it's kind of been a long time coming for him over these games that he finally is scoring. Um, but then, you know, Logan Cooley got his first goal, and there's just been a bunch of stuff going on. So Lawson Krause, you deserve it tonight. You get the desert dog. Yeah, and he, we've talked. His name has come up the last two games, so finally he gets. And I know the, the players are probably sitting in the locker room waiting for this to They're get waiting. Released. It's just like when they when they award the rugby ball yes. after the game Are in we the locker rugby room. Or Australian rules football? It's a rugby. I was corrected because oh, really? I thought it was Australian rules football, but everyone was like, that's a rugby ball. Oh really? Yep. Okay. But they still got it in Australia. Oh they did. They did. Okay. Yeah. Rugby's huge there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And I learned that yeah. rugby is more popular in the north and AFL is more popular in the, in the south. south. Who yeah. knew? And they're different sports? They are different sports. Oh. I thought yeah. they were similar. I they I mean they are both very Violent. Oh, see? What a brilliant... Shelby's on it. Gotta edit Butters in that Butters. graphic. You're right. Graphic should be... Butter pig. Butter pig. And when Lawson Cross wins it, Butter pig needs, needs to, be to be the dog. The dog yeah. Brilliant. We need more people working here. Like yeah. Shelby, that was brilliant. That, that was a good idea, Shelby. We'll, That's get, a good on. Take. we'll hey, get right on that. I saw somebody else mention with Barrett Hayton. And again, we saw it another pointless night on this top line. Is at some point, does Barrett Hayton need to be replaced by somebody else? And People are saying Cooley. Cooley and I just... I, I, Again, I don't think it's his time yet. Concerns me how that line would defend. I know they can track back hard through the neutral zone, so they can break up rushes. But once you're in the neutral zone or in the defensive zone, that that line would concern me. Having those three out there, I, somebody said Jack McBain. I'd rather see Jack McBain if you're going to swap it up in the middle. That would be fun, except 
McBain and O'Brien are like clicking and amazing right now. Yeah, and with Kerfoot, that line's been really good. McBain, I mean, McBain has looked amazing. He's getting points sneakily every night, too. too in the start of the season. Yeah, but and he assisted the O'Brien goal today. So it's funny that the line that I thought that was their best line tonight, which is not what you should be saying. No offense be. to those guys, but it, that shouldn't be the case. So again, maybe maybe when Zucker gets back, things get jumbled up a little bit, and then this team can start to get some consistency because we've been saying the P word for a while, and and I, I have a feeling by the time the clock turns over at midnight, we go back to um, daylight savings time that they will no longer be in a play. Oh, I forgot that was tomorrow. Because we sad. don't we don't remember. Yeah, but now the eight thirty and eight o'clock starts are coming. I know. Ah. Yeah, the four o'clock in the afternoon games are are now over. That's sad. It's very sad. sad. Especially when they're going out east. (laughs) Uh, I do want to acknowledge Liam O'Brien, too, because he was a guy that we thought, oh, he's going to be in and out of the lineup. Um, And he not only has been in the lineup, but he's been productive. He scored his second goal of the season tonight right off the faceoff today. I mean, he was getting into it. I thought there was going to be a fight off the opening faceoff. I feel like he's, he's bringing some pizzazz, and I think he is part of the reason that fourth line is doing well. He and McBain and with Kerfoot there on the other wing. It's been, it's kind of been fun to watch when they're on the ice. It's not like, oh, it's just the fourth line. Like, let's wait till the first line comes back. Like, I'm excited when they're on the ice, which is a weird feeling to have. Yeah, and one of the things I, I've talked about coming into the season, he's the guy that if he doesn't stay out of the penalty box, you can't put him out there. And I thought he's done a good job of that. I mean, he took the fighting major the other day, but that's the penalties you're okay with. Like if you if he's going to sit in the penalty box, it better be for grabbing somebody and and fighting because then you're taking two guys at a time yeah. and not seeing a, a killing penalty. So that that is the the added bonus of getting goals and points. Mm-hmm. Added bonus from again. I thought that line was the best. That line's been quicker on the forecheck. They're physically engaged, so you better keep your head up when McBain and O'Brien are on the ice and Kerfoot's speed has been able to help that line generate. So I, I've liked that line. And, and, I, and I don't feel like you're in trouble when you have that line on the ice defensively either. They're, they're, they're just going to have to find a way to get the most out of Logan Cooley. And, yeah. I, and they haven't yet. And the best he looked is when he was with Zucker. And I keep going back to that and harping on Zucker being in the lineup. And hopefully it's less than a week away because I think it will make a difference in how Cooley's playing. Fox said, I'm rolling my eyes so hard at you guys for the late start. Some of us live at East. I know. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah. The, that 830 starts and on the East Coast. I know. And I and I have seen the comments of a lot of people who say they normally can't be here because it's too late for them or they're at work or whatever. So hello to all the East Coasters and the workers. Yeah. How about welcome, that? What welcome to the it? chat. We appreciate it's you early. all. Yeah. It's like seven in the Bloody. East and it's eight o'clock. Some people live in that extra time zone. Oh my gosh. I know. I think that Ethan, extra half hour. I think Ethan does. I don't know if it's the half hour or the full hour. Ethan, I know you're here. Let us know. Um, I want to talk more about Cooley in a moment. Craig okay. will be joining us shortly. This is the kind of game I almost wish I'd opened a Four Peaks for this post game show. It's just kind of one of those ones. Yeah. Like, it's a Saturday afternoon. Like well, I, I saw just... my son at a, at a, with a kilt lifter in the first period at the mall. Oh, today. really? Yeah, he went to the mall with one of his old classmates from high school. Good came for back him. Town, so good for him. He had a Four Peaks in the middle of the day. Proud. Absolutely. I'm planning probably to have I, I'm on the pumpkin porter train lately. And I'm on Wallace. So I'm going to get I'm going to probably have a pumpkin porter when I get home. Um, you can get Four Peaks wherever you buy your beer. And if you haven't stopped by the Ashery Pub, check it out. You can visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. You can check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. Petey. You were telling me that you're getting some new flooring yeah, on Monday. I, I know, and, and by the by the way, that's that's the the best part of getting new flooring is when they're done. 
it's not the part yeah. where they're doing it. Um, yeah, but it's, so it's coming this week. So we're kind of getting exciting. We're going with this, this ceramic tile that looks like wood instead of real wood. Oh, that's what I have in my house. Do you? Yeah, but so I didn't install that. That was already there. You didn't, yeah. Well, yeah. so we're getting that this week. So we're very excited. That's exciting. Um, yeah, getting new flooring, it's not the most smooth experience ever, but the, the, our friends at Empire try to make it as easy as yes, possible. Yes, they do. And if the, the, you know what? I, they did my upstairs before this, and yes. we did have a problem. Not not saying that you sometimes you have a problem. Yes. They Within 24 hours, not only was the salesperson there, the manager was there and fixed everything. Like, fixed everything. And I was like, no, we got it, we got it, got it. Fixed everything. It was fantastic. Wow. Service was amazing. Okay, great to hear. They, you can do um, home shopping and you can also do the virtual thing where you can see what flooring looks like in your house, yeah, which is really great. Um, so check out Empire. They have a really great offer for all of our listeners. You can schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code PHNX, which is unbelievable. Um, a great offer. So restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for more details um we're just a couple minutes away from craig joining us but let's talk hi, about paul. he said hi oh <laughs> want to say hi paul let's talk about oh ethan said i'm in the atlantic time 8 14 p.m for me now if i was in newfoundland it'd be the extra half See, hour 8 44 the, the extra half hour so okay i think ethan are you in nova scotia i can't ever remember let us know um but that's um, crazy 8 14 i'm glad you can make it <laughs> oh my god so craig <laughs> is in his tie still but he's in his living room so Damon, whenever we can get Craig in, we're ready for him. <laughs> Let's bring yeah. him in. Craig! I'm joining you from the Mullet Arena Art Gallery. As you can see, there's a Picasso behind me. So just thought I'd change it up a little bit. And you got, he had time to drive home, but he did not have time to take off his tie. I appreciate you dressing up for the occasion. I came right to you, Petey. Uh, or, or he dressed up for the occasion. I was going to say the other answer is that's what Craig lounges in. I went to prep school and I'm watching television, <laughs> drinking my Pellegrino, my Pellegrino at 38 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Another martini, please. Yes. <laughs> Never forget the time Craig's wife literally poured him know, wine I live know, on the show. I know, I know. <laughs> what a life Craig lives. It's just unbelievable. We all wish we were Craig. Oh, boy. Boy, howdy, Craig. Well, Craig, we kind of, we've touched on, I guess, the general vibes, but we'll get your take and then we'll get, you know, some takeaways from the post-game interviews, which I'm sure were brief. They were quite brief. Uh, listen, I appreciate that players and coaches will never chalk a game up to fatigue, but today was so clearly fatigue. You could just see them run out of gas in the second period. Um, I, I wouldn't say that they were great in the first period, but they got a little bit of a jump on, on the Jets. They had a 2-0 lead, and then you could just feel it seeping away. I, I almost thought that they should have played today like a road game once they got the lead. Just play it safe and try and protect it because you're going to run out of gas and Man, the Jets just had much better legs than them in the second and third period. You just—it was one of those games where I felt like it was inevitable, like LA, um, where the team is so clearly outplaying them and so clearly better in this moment that it was just a matter of time before they lost the lead. And sure enough, that's what it—that's what happened. Even though Nick Bugstad and Andre Turney both said no fatigue was not an issue, of course it's an issue. And and when you factor in what the Coyotes have dealt with, we've talked about this between Australia, the entire preseason on the road, starting on the road, they look gassed. They just look gassed today. It was that simple. It was a it was a classic schedule win for me for the Winnipeg Jets today. I I, I think if the Coyotes had their legs in this game, they maybe win this game. I just think it was that simple today. 
Yeah, and you could see them. The, the, it, like you said, mentioned in the road game, the first period they gave up three shots on goal. Like if they could have just dug their heels in and defended and dumped and chased and that, that tried to keep the, it simple, the maybe. Fewest shots allowed um, by the Coyotes in a period this season. There you go. Yeah, so they had a the, the first period was really strong. Um, and Craig, a lot of the comments in our chat today are just a, a concern over the Coyotes yet to really string together a full 60 seconds. 60 minutes. <laughs> 60 minutes. A full 60. That, that would be really concerning. That'd be really bad. Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> a full 60 minutes this season. But I agree with you. I think, I think fatigue was definitely a factor. And I understand why they're not saying that it is because that's just not what you do when you're a professional athlete and you're only 11 games into the season. Season, but the Coyotes continue to be victim to a brutal schedule. We talked about the back-to-back home and away, um, then coming into a matinee on the weekend. It's just tough, just tough. Yeah, and this is, I mean, part of this is they play in ASU's building, right? They would have loved to have played this game tonight just to have a few more hours and to be on your normal rhythm, your normal schedules. But it's not your arena, so you don't get to decide those things. And, and quite frankly, and I've heard it from some corners, you don't get to complain about it either. It's not yeah. your building. So ASU gets to choose the prime slots. It's that simple. So it is what it is. They had to play three games in less than four days, and they just ran out of gas. Hopefully this break now will give them some rest, and they can close out the homestand with a win over Seattle. Then you're above 500 again. You get a couple wins on that road trip, and you're fine coming back home. Yeah, I think this it's going to be interesting to see. And this is one of the things we talked about, Craig, before you got here about running out of gas. You have two choices as a coach. You can push the team harder to try to get some conditioning and some practices in, or you can get them to rest. And it's going to be interesting to see. Have you heard if they're going to practice tomorrow yet? Have you seen any kind of a memo? I don't think that they're going to practice tomorrow. I, I think it'd be insane, to be honest. I, I And I know Andre listens to his guys most of the time, his, his sleep science, his, his other guys, to guide him on, on that front. And and I, I think, um, you know, the, the LA game was one thing and I understood why he made them skate after that one, but I, I don't think you can go to that well too often. This team just, they just look tired to me. And, and to me, if they give them tomorrow off, that'll be basically admitting what they wouldn't say in the post game. The one thing that I, I don't know if you guys talked about this, sorry, I was driving home and um, they shortened the bench. They, they, yeah. they, minutes for the fourth line when you're playing your third game in less than four days that's not a good recipe for success you need as many legs as possible on the ice the problem was they weren't getting much in fact they were probably getting negative results from their fourth line tonight Travis Boyd did not play well he did, he looks like he's struggling with confidence you saw mistakes from Michael Carcone and Logan Cooley in this game as well so you had to go with three lines, basically. And again, when you're playing your third game in less than four days, man, that's a really tough assignment. Yeah, I, that that puzzled me. As a matter of fact, we went to the, the stat sheet to check the time on ice for the third period for those th- three players that, that f- I'm calling them the fourth line now. The Cooley is, <laughs> line is the fourth line because that's the minutes they're taking. And yeah. and you see Boyd with one shift, Carconi with two shifts, and the third. To your point, man, you, you need to be rolling four by then. And, and you just, you're not because... Boyd's minus three, Carcone's minus two, Cooley's minus two. Like you, it, it's hard, and it's hard to manage a bench like that. So I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, surprised if you go to eleven and seven against Seattle, a team that clearly is going to roll four lines. Like Seattle, that's one of their team strengths is they roll four lines and they all play the same way and they all play really hard. If they play Coyotes play like this on Tuesday, they're going to be in trouble. 
So they need to find a recipe to get some rest and hopefully some new legs in the lineup are coming soon. And I don't know if, you know, Zucker is less than a week away now or about a week away um, and he he can't get back quick enough. Amen. And I I wonder the impact that he's going to have on Logan Cooley too. And I don't even know, I don't know what the lines will look like, but we knew, you know, they, they looked like they were working okay together. Jason Zucker looked like he was coming on. They just, they need the depth. They need the forward depth. We, we thought that there was more forward depth. There is more forward depth this season, but when you lose guys out of the lineup. Yeah, the defense has been healthy, so we haven't had to deal with that the issue. Yeah, when depth. you look at the, uh, the candidates to fill in at forward now, I mean, if somebody goes down, you, you don't feel that great about the guys that you have to fill in at this point. So they need to stay healthy. And, and I'm sure you guys talked about this already, but man, when Lawson Krause went off with his yeah. shoulder hanging, I, I thought, uh-oh. Yeah. And I, and I know he came back, but that looked to me like somebody got his shoulder popped back in and he's going to be like in treatment all day today and tomorrow. That's yeah. probably going to happen there. Yeah, I, 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 well, we're it's not we, what you need when he's yeah. heating up. Too. <laughs> Wait to see what happens to him over days because if when you get that popped back into place, that can give you issues days ahead. So just because he came back in the third clearly doesn't mean that he's he's fine and ready to go at, at, at full speed come Tuesday. So we'll have to keep an eye on that for sure. Because to your point, un, unless they start di- dipping down into Tucson, I don't know who fills those forward roles right now. So in in it, it won't be long, and I think we're going to see some road runners here. So Caleb said forward depth is okay. Chemistry in the depth is not, which is interesting. And I just popped in our discord and right now there's a lot of conversation about shuffling the lines. Um, when Zucker gets back, do you guys have any opinions on potential line shifts? Craig, before you joined, we were talking about, um, Hayton's lack of production right now between Keller and Schmaltz. Like, do you make a change there? Do you stick with it? Like, do you guys see any, and we're not the coaching staff, so what do we know? But just for the sake of, talking about this do you see any potential scenarios for shuffling lines either with zucker or without him i mean i haven't asked andre about it but i could see something happening yeah listen uh, uh, i think pd talked about this already barrett hayton does a lot of things that go unnoticed but the bottom line is if he's your first line center he's got to produce you gotta have points and so maybe maybe it makes sense to move him down and try and get his confidence back with some other guys. I, I don't know what they do there. I know a lot of people want to see Logan Cooley as the top line center. I don't see that happening. I don't think the coaching staff sees that happening because of the other end of the ice. You have to worry about that. Um, I, I guess that leaves you with Jack McBain, who is an interesting candidate. Sorry if I'm repeating stuff. You're smiling. No, it's no, a, but no, it's interesting that you had the same. Because we have the same conclusion. PD, PD also yeah, said that. You see the way he's playing right now. And and what do those guys need? They need a net front guy, a guy who can yeah. clear space. It, I mean, Jack McBain's doing a lot of the things that maybe could fit. Is he a first-line center long-term? No, he's not. But they don't have that guy right now in the lineup. So I don't know. Maybe you shuffle things around. I also want to see what, what do you do to get Logan Cooley going offensively? Um, I mean – there were a couple of mistakes that he made today. One of the, one of the passes across the scene, that's his, that's his responsibility. He's got to have a stick in that passing lane. He didn't do it. And you could see him react. He knew he made the mistake after the buck got across. Um, but I wonder what you do to get him going, maybe get him out of pass first mentality all the time. Do you put the only guy in the lineup who has more of a pass first mentality than him with him? Do you put Matias Michelli with him to get him going? How would you like to see a line of Logan Cooley, Matias Michelli, and Lawson Kraus? Well, I don't know what they're going to do. I have no idea if they're going to shuffle these lines. I don't even know 
yet if it's warranted with Jason Zucker out. I don't want to overreact too much. We're 11 games into the season. This is a 500 hockey team in spite of all the hurdles. So I don't know. I, I don't know what the coaching staff's thinking. I guess we'll find out in practice on Monday. Yeah, I think it's interesting. And I, and I, I wouldn't, again, my two cents, I wouldn't mix things up until Zucker comes back. And, but I think when Zucker comes back as a coaching staff, it gives you the almost plausible deniability. Like, oh, he's back in the lineup. We're going to sh- shuffle some things around. And then at that point, I think you can make moves. Taking Barrett Hayton off the top line is a bold move. Like, that's a big deal, taking him off. Those guys have played together for nearly two seasons now. And he had success at the end of last year. Exactly. So it's hard to make that move. But I think if you make it, when you do Zucker into the lineup, you can make the move. It's not Cooley. I I don't see Cooley there. I agree with Craig. Bugstead is a great center with Michelli and Kraus. But Michelli and Kraus right now are putting numbers on the board. They're creating offense. They get shots to the net. They can move the puck incredibly well. Let's see what they can do with a dynamic center that has hands. I mean, not saying anything against Nick Bukestad. Bukestad does what he's supposed to do at getting to the net. But McBain concerns me because McBain's playing so well with the guys he's with. They just have this little, like when they jump over the boards, you just feel like something might happen physically. Something might happen. There might be a fight. Maybe they're going to get to the net. Like that line is, Hemoth O'Brien right now is clicking so well. I'd rather see somebody else jump in that hole and hear me out. The one guy that people are all over the chat demanding we trade immediately is uh, Boyd. Well, well, Boyd, yeah, get rid of him. Dump him. Fifth, sixth, Boyd. seventh round, get rid of him. So I'd like to see, before we do that, we, the Coyotes do that, <laughs> throw Boyd, throw him in there. Throw him in there a game. Let, let's see if he can get that line back to where he was with them. Um, I, I think it's it's once Zucker comes back, all bets are off, especially if they're playing three and four again, Craig. It gives you another reason. And if you're playing 11 and seven, you can you can do a lot of different line matchups during that 11 seven with and just see how a line goes once or twice and then go back to what you want. So I think I do think we're going to see some line shuffling, but I don't think it's going to be at least for another week until they get on that road trip. Do you guys, I don't know what you think about this. Uh, does Clayton Keller look just a little bit off these last few games? I, I don't know if that was part of his tiredness, Craig. It's funny you said that to me because on a rush tonight in the first period where he had Schmaltz where normally I thought Clayton Keller would have driven to the net more to do their famous Royal Road Pass, he pulls up at the blue line just stopped. And I go, gosh, that's not him. So I don't know if he's tired or I, I just didn't see that zip throughout this game that, that you do when he is on. Yeah, part like part of what I was watching tonight, Winnipeg, Winnipeg was physical with him. And, and I do think that's the way to defend him. You have a guy, you don't give him time and space. You have a guy in his face all the time. And he took a lot of hits tonight he, or shoves or just bodies on him. And I, I think that's the way to defend him. But he just hasn't looked quite as dynamic as he looked earlier in the season. Nick Schmaltz has still had his moments, but Keller not as much recently. Yeah. And he needs to be their best player. Maybe maybe someone JMT in the chat said maybe he's banged up and maybe he is. Yeah, That's I guess. Cool. Wonder like is he playing through something? You just never know with these guys, right? Yeah. And and I will say to Caleb, Caleb Caleb was down on me calling Bugstead great. Well, I don't know if Caleb knows this, but he's from Minnesota. Just saying, Bugstead is great. So I was just looking. So right now, Clayton Keller has eight points in 11 games. Last time through 11, he had 11 points. And we are trying to pay attention to his pace. And we talked about him earlier when he and Schmaltz were like on a crazy pace at the start of the year. He's definitely dropped off a little bit. And he's currently not on pace for himself this time last year. Plus, we're tracking his pace. Can he break the 86-point single-season 
points record for Coyotes. Again, it's only game 11. There's so many games to play. There's 71 still. Um, anything can happen. But just just bringing that yep. to attention on the subject of Clayton Keller. So interesting. Interesting stuff. Um, I just was also checking in in Tucson because everyone was saying, I don't know who we'd even call up. Last night, the Roadrunners beat Chicago 3-2. to two. Josh Stone had a goal. Cole Yachonik had a goal. Nathan Smith had a goal. And they play Chicago again today. So something to keep an eye on. And I also believe that Anson Thornton gets his first American Hockey League start tonight, which is really exciting for him. I think that one's been a long time coming. So something that we'll keep our eye on tonight and we can uh, circle back to on Monday. Probably not even an ideal situation that Anson Thornton's making his first AHL start. That's that's. They lost Prozvatov, right? I, and they don't have somebody to fill that spot. So I'm not I'm not sure that's a great situation. They do seem to be defending down there better. But man, Tucson is not scoring goals. They are not. I think they're last in the AHL in goals. Yeah. Goals. Yeah. That's it, it's interesting. Me. We didn't think that was going to be a problem for that team scoring goals. And I, I think we're still waiting to see Dylan Gunther erupt down there too and see him get on a little bit of a, of a streak and Jan Unique too. Don got his third goal as Leah mentioned last night but they're not getting the offense that they were hoping for and and maybe Craig Anson Thornton I, I don't think either one of us disagrees that that ultimately when this team gets through whatever they're calling this the rebuild and ready to be in a playoff run they'll probably have a different goaltender than they have um, right now maybe it's Anson Thornton I Rabel's starting off unbelievable right now um, in, in college so maybe we're starting to see some of the goalies of the future here soon yeah glad you brought up Michael Michael as well because I'm, I'm got my uh, next Coyotes prospect report and he's going to Rabel Rabel one of the players featured in it so I want you to pronounce it though I'm not going to do that until I actually hear it from him again. Rabel. Wait, I ha- I ha- actually have the pronunciation on my desktop. Do you really? Yeah, wait, I'm going to And t- have him pronounce Oh, wait, we're also on there. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, please. See, Hold, Craig, please. This is what happens when Leah puts on her producer hat. Okay, ready? Yep. Harabal. Harabal. Wait, one more time. Harabal. 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 Hairball. Harabal. <laughs> See, it doesn't sound anything like what we say. <laughs> no, I know. Horrible. I you know, literally we, saved it for this occasion. We I need Redeem Verbata. Yeah, we, we do. Verbata to come back on and pronounce all these names correctly for us. Yep, I agree. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right. Well, moving on. Craig, I'm going to keep you here for the rest of the show since you're home. He's at home. Yeah, like, exactly. Matter? Exactly. Normally, we'd say bye to you, but I'm keeping you here. Um, and, you know, usually at this point of the show, I would go to Sean for a pick of the week because I'm not the betting expert yeah, here. But you're going to. But that's okay because we have the betting expert filling in. Does Damon it's Dog. It's Damon Dog. Did you know Damon Dog's behind the Mac? People that know Damon Dog's behind the Mac. I know. Mac. I didn't introduce him. I'm the sorry. illustrious producer of oh, the whoa. Diamondback show. Yes, Damon. And Damon the host Dog. of bets. Yes, he is the host of bets. So, Damon, what's your DraftKings pick of the week? My DraftKings pick of the week. I will be host. I will be on the uh, Arizona podcast tonight, oh, the AZ football. Wildcats podcast. I'm taking the Wildcats Ooh. money line plus one fourteen. Uh, I think I think U of A pulls it out against UCLA tonight in Tucson. Wow. Woohoo! Spicy. Old statement, Cotton. Spicy. I like it. All right. Anybody take Utah on the spread today, by the way? Oh, too soon? Spread was disrespectful. Yeah, uh, that's... that's. It's nice to have another Wildcat on set right now, I'm just saying. Um, if you want to tell Damon, and he's pretty hot on yeah, bets. Yeah, he's pretty hot on You should bets. tune in uh, to like PHNX Bets Daily. I like that bet. Can we watch that, or is that going to be on the Pac-10 12 network? <laughs> God only knows. It's on Pac-12 network. I can't see it. Oh, he's going to look. We see every um, college football game in the nation. Except look at everyone's right barking for Damon in the chat. That's what happens. Look at that. 
So you can, dog with you, can, uh, you can bet him or you can fade him, whatever it is. You can bet uh, college football and NBA, NFL, NHL, all on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now. Use code PHNX. New customers can get 200 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code PHNX only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Here comes everybody's favorite part. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright of the, copyright of the NHL 2023 all rights reserved and do you know when i was eating breakfast today craig i threw on my tv and you know what was on at brunch time today you'll never guess <laughs> I, I can't no the phoenix right. suns the phoenix suns and the philadelphia 76ers in not just a matinee it was 10 a.m arizona time. you guys would kill for a 10 a.m start buddy they should the national hockey league should make all coyotes games 10 a.m i don't care if it's tuesday at 10 i'm in let's go craig's in hell yeah uh, what's the record in matinee games this year yeah oh and two yeah. The Suns are not great to the start. Suns the are season. not great either. Did they win today? No. They didn't win today again either. No, but Booker Let's and Beal are out. I thought they were a wagon. But this is why I don't like the NBA because, like, one, your star's out, you suck. Like, I, at least oh, in hockey, true. it's funny because we just spent, like, oh, Jason Zucker, like, when he comes in, he could make an impact. He's one of 22 guys in the lineup. This is what drives me nuts. I know. I hate the NBA for that. This oh. is what I don't like about basketball. Do you see Spectre 1? I'm gonna oh, just, yeah. Spectre 1 I met today. Craig didn't meet him because I don't know what Craig was doing. He might have been busy. But Spectre 1 came in from Kansas today, lives in Kansas, came out to watch the Coyotes game. And you know where he is right now? Illegal Pete's. He's at Illegal Pete's. I yes. also saw Karen was at Illegal Pete's at the And beginning. he went to the 8th Street pub this morning before the game. That I mean, Spectre 1, you're doing the whole shebang. Spectre 1, yep. But now he's, he's got to watch the Suns game on Arizona Family Sports TV. Yes. And that's where I watched it this the morning. The Suns do play tomorrow. They have a chance for redemption tomorrow against the Pistons at noon. So another day game. Um, and you can find that all over at Arizona's Family Sports. We had it on with the antenna today, um, which is really cool. Channel 3 or 3.5 or Channel 44. And if you have just cable, you can turn to Channel 3 as well. There's a lot of places you can find Arizona's Family Sports. And wherever you live in Arizona, Arizona, you can visit azfamily.com and click Suns Games for listing information for your area. AZ Family is a great resource to help you find Phoenix Suns Games on Arizona Family Sports. Thanks, Spectre One, for turning out today. It's fun to see people. I saw Bill at the game today. You know who I didn't say at the game today? Caleb. Caleb. Yeah, Caleb, he was running Did you away see Caleb? from you. Yeah, I, I, maybe I saw him before he got there and Caleb I ran away. Caleb saw you. Caleb saw me and I ran away. So. <laughs> so it's good to see our diehards. Great to see our diehards out at the mullet. It's awesome. It's fun. <sighs> All right. Well, we talked about the schedule being brutal for the Coyotes. So let's look ahead at next week, if we can. The schedule ahead, Damon. Um, and we got Seattle coming to town on Tuesday. So a couple days off here. Then on the road to St. Louis and Nashville. And that Nashville game on the next Saturday is the game we kind of have circled right now to maybe anticipate a Zucker return, which would be great. So just two more games without him at this point. Um, an easier week with three games in, in the seven days yeah. rather than four. Um, but it is they are headed on the road. However, I feel like they are pretty good against St. Louis and yet to face Nashville and Seattle this season. So. 
Any thoughts? Just just when I look at how Petey and I were talking about this at the arena today, I, I know it's crazy to be talk, saying the P word at this. What happened? What's just Caleb. Caleb's. I'm not even going to read it. You can just put it on the screen. Everyone can read it. But Karen. Uh, that's sad. I almost cried, teared up a little bit for Caleb. That's what he's screaming out. I'm sorry for laughing, Caleb. I'm only laughing because it's you. And that's you screaming out. I, I okay, continue. Hurt. I'm continue. sorry, Caleb. Hang on. I'm trying to line Cody up so he's my tie. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we've sunk into. <laughs> That's what happens after matinee losses. No, I, we were talking about the West, and I, I know this is a 500 hockey team right now. You're coming off this game, you're like, yeah, we shouldn't be talking about playoffs, but the Western Conference is not very good. It really isn't very good. I, we've talked about the three teams at the top. I think LA is probably better than I thought, but there are a bunch of bad teams in this conference. There's opportunity here. Uh, I don't know if Vancouver is going to keep doing what they're doing, but there's opportunity. You start looking at the schedule like, oh, that's another winnable game. That's another winnable game. It's it's because they're playing in the Western Conference, and there are a lot of these teams that you're just like, eh, I, I don't know if this team's any good. I don't I don't even I don't even think the Winnipeg Jets are that good. I don't. I think if the Coyotes had their legs today, they win that game. Yeah, and, and we talked about this before that this is we. I don't think in in, in a normal year when things are all equal that the Coyotes are talking playoffs. This, when you look at it, there's five teams right now in the Western Conference, LA, Vancouver, Vegas, Colorado, Dallas, that are above and beyond right now, stats line-wise, that those five teams are are clearly in. They're, they're well above the 500 mark. And then it's everybody else. Like, they're at 500. Like, there are teams that are going to be in a playoff spot by the end of the day today that are probably below 500. Can you believe the Edmonton Oilers the have Edmonton five Oilers. points. The Coyotes have 11 points. Edmonton has five. Yeah, it's funny, what? though. So when you talk about the Edmonton Oilers, <laughs> everybody, everybody that you, you keep hearing, well, Edmonton, they're, they're going to start winning. Right? Well, buddy, it's November. I there's mean... five games below 500 right now. Five. It, so they'd have to go on a five-game winning streak just to get back to even. And Leah, where is Edmonton in the Pacific Division standings? Are they in last place? They are not. Calgary no. and, oh, the San Jose Sharks, they have one point. San Jose, San Jose has like a 35 goal differential to the a negative. It is side. 35 games. How do you do that? Oh nine they, and one. They are historically bad. So Macklin Celebrini, you are a San Jose Shark. I it's Out. Craig. We've been in, we we've seen the the Coyotes struggle off the start of the seasons before, but not mm. to this level. I'm. I, I sat there and I, I watched the internet just beat up on the San Jose Sharks yesterday. Like, oh, they get beat Poor by guys. an American League. And just beat them up. Like, the, the team is bad. Like, you can't... It's not the player's fault or the coach's fault that the team sucks. Like, they're bad. And I don't know what's going to happen there because it, you know how hard it is to go to work when you're that bad? Like, to, to go to the rink every day and show up and get motivated. On fire. Like, it's really, really, really hard. I don't think it's going to get better. Anyone? Anyone? Did they want to set the building on fire? It's an office space reference. Oh, Come on! I didn't even get it. We didn't go. We haven't talked office space we'll yet. We'll talk office okay. space. So anyway, the, the, to Craig's point, this whole thing is there are teams that are just hovering around that 500 mark and the Coyotes are part of that group. So there is no reason to believe if they can get through this road trip, they need. I think they need to get points against Seattle. And if they don't, they need to get some points on this road trip. And, and they've proven they can win in St. Louis. And I think they're equal with Nashville. No reason that when they get back, they're not still hovering around that 500 mark. And that, for the short term, is going to be enough to keep you in the play playoff conversation for now. I, I don't think long term, I think there are some teams that will start to separate more. But for now, if they can stay in it by American Thanksgiving, 
Who knows? Well, so I'm looking at the league standings, like all 32 teams, and the Coyotes are right now sitting at 19, which is smack in the middle. There's only three 500, exactly 500 teams, then the Flyers and the Blue Jackets, which I don't think anyone expected to see yeah, there either. Crazy. But Tampa also, um, Tampa has 11 points. Florida has 11 points. These are all teams that have the same number of points as the Coyotes, and teams the Coyotes are still ahead of. Buffalo, Washington, Ottawa, Pittsburgh, Minnesota. Minnesota. I mean, again, it's only 11 games, but if we're just going to, you know, I guess p- press pause on hitting the panic button, this is what this exercise is doing, at least for me. But Pittsburgh's in last place in their division. Yikes. Three points behind the Washington Capitals, and the Capitals stink. Yeah. Like Pittsburgh, how's that Pittsburgh experiment working out with Carlson, by the way? He expected to play again tonight. I know he's been out with injuries, but they're in last. I don't know, but I, I'm voting for Norris. Yeah. I've already my ballot. Yeah. There you he's go. Trophy winner. Um, Chad said, I only see 26 pieces of flair on that set. <laughs> so, Craig, yesterday there was an office space reference. Because somebody said that if someone were to play you in a movie, what's the guy's first name? Yeah, Livingston? the guy, Livingston, Rob Livingston. Rob, yeah, that he would play you. However, my analysis is that Livingston looks like Luke Lipinski. Oh. And he should play Luke Lipinski in a movie of the story of Craig's life. However, then it was brought to attention that I have not seen the movie Office Space. Yes. Have you seen the movie Office Space? I have, yes. Okay. So the chat basically bullied me into it. So I watched Office Space last night. And I've been trying to sprinkle references throughout yep. the whole show. I've seen the comments in the chat. Um, the chat's been on fire. Yeah. Way, yeah. So uh, yeah, I did finally watch it. I now get all the references. Somebody just said that they want to treat the like their memories of this game, like the photocopy machine, yes. the broken photocopier. By Michael um, Bolton. Yeah, exactly. And not, uh, not the singer, Michael Bolton. Not the singer. So I, you know what? It was a little overhyped, but I, there, yeah. there are a lot of quotable there lines. Are. There's so. a lot of quotes. Like Craig uses it all the time. Like, what, what is it you say? What is it you say you do? You, you, you do, do around here. Like that's, that's the bobs. And, and the point the of the bobs. movie is I think Craig, unless you've worked in a cubicle, I think that helps elevate it. I think if you were, if you worked in an office in the nineties, I think that also helped because there's some things you miss. So I, I could see Leah giving them meh. There are a lot of meh um, online yesterday. I, I still consider it a classic and I will watch it at least once a year. You're totally right though. Cause it's, it, it can feel a little dated to the next yep. generation. But yes. I, I did work in a cubicle at one point. So, and I, so did I, so it hits. And I was, I was, yeah. Going did you have that? Did you have that? I was a big fan of my swing line stapler as well. It was, uh, I did. <laughs> so. Did you have that lady? Did you have the Monday lady? Cause I did. No. Oh, someone's got a case of the Mondays. Oh, no, I hated that person. I'm going to start saying that to you every time you're grumpy, which oh. will be like every day. Hated. I hate it because you know my mood anyway, in general, I'm not any better on a Monday. Oh, welcome to Monday. No, like go. <laughs> yourself because i don't want to talk about monday so yeah i worked with that lady oh no we i'm had a people own. person well what is it you do here well I, i'm a people person <laughs> i'm good with people <laughs> we had our own uh, characters. yeah there would have been other characters on the show we had a we had a woman who liked to take her shoes off all the time and she was not a person who should take her shoes off because wow. we just waft through the entire office and it was it was bad but anyway this is a hot podcast <laughs> What? It's a hockey podcast. I know it, but the hockey team didn't show up either. So yeah, they didn't. That's too soon. Uh, I, you know what, Craig? Something. One more thing. Getting back to the game a little bit. So I I went to the game in in the yeah. first period. So I went to the mullet, and as I was coming into the studio today, 
So I was just coming in. So I came here partway through the second period. It must have been after the Jets had tied it because I thought I saw coming out of the elevator as I was just coming in, I thought I might have seen the mullet magician. I think I saw him leaving the building right when I was coming in. And I I think he must have seen. What's that? It's got to be a tough job because you're supposed to show up, but you may not even go on. Yeah, so I think he felt it and I think he left the building. It's very upsetting. I, I still have not been able to see him in the same room with myself yet. I, I haven't. <laughs> so hopefully I get that time and we get to see a win here soon. Biggest disappointment of a home loss is it not is. getting to see the mullet magician. But win or lose, we get to see the punch card. So let's take a look. And there is a pattern emerging. And the pattern is we are on the same pace to be identical to the first line of this of the year. So a, a win and a loss to start line two, just like line one. And uh, if you're, I guess, if you're a better and you want to bet accordingly to the punch Ooh. card, you can. Um, but I guess this means it would be a loss to Seattle and, and a win against St. Louis and Nashville. Yeah, could be. We'll see. I mean, there could be some voodoo magic here on the punch card. But we're, if they uh, do that, though, Craig, if you do, it's nine game sets. And I still don't know the nine games. It makes no sense. It should be 10. Like, it should be 10. But they were 4-4-1. Four, four, and one. That's one point above 500. And if they can continue that just in the short term until Zucker gets back, 4-4-1 four, four, and one, over the next two sets of lines on the punch card, I think that's good enough to keep them around it. I really do. Yeah, well, definitely 500 record is enough to keep them around it in the in the uh, Western. In the short term. Yeah. And then if they get, you know, if you can get a homestand where you can get on a little bit of a run and get a couple games over 500, then it gets really interesting. Yeah. But, but again, I, I keep going back. Like, it's not just the travel from this season, from the regular season. It's the preseason. They didn't get to play a damn home game the entire preseason. And Leah and I were freaking in Australia with this team. We didn't have to play games. And we were exhausted when we got back for a full week. I've talked to, I remember talking to people at the beginning of the season, uh, teams that had done this sort of travel in the preseason and talking about how long it can have an impact. You think, well, you know, after a week or two, like I was talking to some people around the organization. They're like, this lingers like for a month or two. It's crazy how it can seep into everything because you never feel like you're fully catched up. And I don't want to, I don't want to say that this is what's going on with the Coyotes right now. But I just think the cumulative effect of all this, we saw it on the ice today. I, again, going back to what we said at the start, I just felt like they ran out of gas. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna trash the team today. Yes, there were mistakes. Yes, there are things they need to clean up. But more than anything, even though they wouldn't admit it. I just saw tired legs. Yep, absolutely. Well, hopefully they can use the rest of today and tomorrow to recharge. Maybe, you know, it's still warm during the day. Sit out by the pool with their shady rays um, to protect their eyes. I don't know. That's one of the many perks of living here in Arizona. It's snowing other places. It's cold already but here it's warm and it's warm enough to lay out to go for a hike and you just want to make sure you're uh wearing your your eye protection with shady rays they got great styles they have tons of different colors and they're all polarized as well um great eye protection and exclusively for our listeners shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season you can go to shadyrays.com and use code phnx for 50 percent off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over two hundred and fifty thousand people oh damon literally has his in his hand right now he's showing me those are sick um and craig mentioned that he has a prospect record report coming a that prostate is what a prospect report oh okay what? Okay. Never mind. Um, coming, and that is for diehards only, just like his mailbag, which came out last week. So if you're sitting here thinking, I want to read that, become a diehard. You have to be a diehard, though. Become a diehard. Um, so you should be a diehard. You should be a diehard. You can join. Do you get access to our Discord? You do get access to the Discord. 
You get, Do you get merch discounts? <laughs> you get 20% off merch. What about event? 20% discounts? off events. Do I get a free shirt or hat when I sign up? You do. And then every year after that? Yes. On my anniversary? Buddy, I, I'm sold. There you go. I'm a diehard. There you have it. So you can become a diehard today. It's a great time to become a diehard and join us at all of our uh, Cardinals watch parties. We have one tomorrow at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. Damon will be there. So Damon it's going to be, be a lot of fun. And they're giving away Cardinals tickets, right? Yes. And I will say, if you guys are big Cardinals fans, you have a pretty good chance of coming away winning something pretty cool. Like good premium seats yes. for Kyler Murray's first game back. Buddy. I like it's you're going to have a good shot if you show up. So please show up. There you go. I know it didn't CWP win tickets. Yes. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Yep. There you Wait, have you, it. You know what? You can't win if you don't play. You can't win. If and you if you play. wear a PHNX shirt. Yes. Bo and Johnny buy you a beer. Oh, or peaks. Buddy, That's fun. That All might right. be worth it. I might need to go. Where again? <laughs> hey, Damon, does that apply to staff as well? <laughs> I don't know. I would. I, Who says no? I feel like I just made that decision that yes, yes, it does. Yes, apply. it does. Apply and now it's on the record. There you go. So we can cut. Thanks, the tape. Johnny. I'll be there. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we'll wrap this one up today. We can uh, leave this one behind us and look ahead to Tuesday. And uh, we'll be back Monday with a special guest. Lindsay Fry will oh, be joining us because uh, there's a there's some awesome stuff coming next yes, week. You got the rivalry series, um, Canada and U.S. Women's coming to Mullet on, on Wednesday. Wednesday at 7:30. So I know a lot of our diehards have tickets for that or looking at getting tickets. We'll talk about that. And there's just a lot to catch up with yep. with Lindsay. I feel like we haven't spoken to her on our show in a while. So looking forward to having Lindsay. But that's going to be a three o'clock show, not our usual two o'clock. So just three o'clock. Mark your calendars accordingly. On, on a Monday. Mm-hmm. It's almost dinner time. <laughs> just saying i'm looking forward to talking to lindy fry because I, I think craig and i will also be at the rivalry series at the mullet between the favored and always better american team against the lesser canadian team I mean, have you seen have you seen the leading scores in the nhl these days find me a canadian in there just, buddy boy howdy all right well, USA, <laughs> USA. You can so if you honestly if you want to go see the game and and some of the the, the best women hockey players in the world, they are going to be at the mullet on Wednesday. So so check it out uh, online. I'm sure you can get tickets online and then come say hi to Craig. Don't say yeah, hi to me. I'm I think busy. it's my statement, PD, which what? was that it looks like the game has passed Canada by, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see how the rest of the wow. season plays out. Wow. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. You, uh, you can subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel <laughs> and hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live. Joel's we also gone. have... Yeah. Maybe Delilah will go. Maybe. Okay. Um, we'll also, we also have a ton of extra content on there. Um, PD and Craig went out to FanFest last weekend, so that video's up. Oh, yeah. That was we good. got a breakdown of Logan Cooley's first NHL goal. All this good. extra stuff on our YouTube channel, so make sure you're not missing out on that. And uh, if you're listening on audio, you pr- if you prefer that, be sure to hit the little five stars on Apple or Spotify. It helps us out a lot. Um, and you could follow each of us on Twitter, at SPDishockey, at Liam Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at... Damon Dog. What is it? Damon Dog? Damon Dog. Damon Dog. That's just, just Damon Dog. D-A-W-G. D-A-W-G. That's is why the, the D-back chat barks. Oh, f- yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, and an update. Let's see our follower count because I'm trying. Oh, we are 40 followers away from 6,000 on PHNX underscore Coyotes on Twitter, which is already a gain from when I tweeted it out this morning to follow. So I would love us to get to 6,000 by the end of tomorrow. So share share with your friends, share with your family, share with the Coyotes or just hockey fans in your life. Let's hit that 6,000 follower mark. On do Twitter. we have another hour to do it tonight or one less hour to do it? I always get confused. Oh, that's right. 
Yeah. I know. RIP Pacific time. I'm yeah. going to miss Pacific time. Yeah. I know. We were just talking sad. about it. Very sad. Very sad. All right. Well, everybody, thanks so much for being here. Be sure to hit the like button on your way out. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we will see you all on Monday.